It, it's a trade. Everything is a trade. A trade-off. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to quantify. You don't want to define it as sacrifice. That's totally up to you. But it is a trade because you can only have one or the other in a given time. Do what is going to be the most meaningful. Maybe having fun with your friends is the most meaningful. Do it. But if if what's most meaningful to you is sacrificing and being in the gym and working hard on yourself or whatever, I do believe your future self will thank you, but only you can know that for you. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,387. The problem might be deeper than you think. Today, for episode number 1,388, how to maintain momentum this summer. So Alan and I have obviously noticed, because we work with a lot of people, that many people right now are in vacation mode. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with vacation mode. If you've worked really hard, maybe that's why you've been working so hard. But I had a conversation with a client recently. And this client is going on a trip and they said, just so you know, I'm not going to record any new podcast episodes while I'm away. I'm going to take it easy. I don't want to bring my stuff with me, you know, any of that stuff. And I said, all right, well, what are you going to do to drop episodes? And they said, let's just repurpose old episodes. So we'll just take an old episode that we dropped. We'll just repurpose it. Nobody will be the wiser. Totally fine. And it's interesting, Alan, because he, when we got on the call, he's like, I'm curious to what your thought is about my plan. And I said, go ahead. <laughs> and then he told me, and I was like, you know what my thought is. I think it's terrible. I think you should just keep doing episodes while you're there. But I also understand that not everybody wants to pack a bag of equipment to bring to Europe. And I know it's a pain in the butt because I've done it. But that's what I would suggest. But at least you're planning on doing, I don't want to say the bare minimum. You're planning on keeping momentum by putting something out there. There are some people who might have said, you know what, I'm going to be away, don't even worry about it. Let's just not worry about next month, I'm just going to take the entire month off. Is what he is doing ideal? No, it's not. Truthfully, it's not. I would tell that to his face because I did, but not dropping any episodes could be extremely detrimental. I don't expect him to grow by doing this. This isn't a growth strategy. Maybe this is just a maintenance strategy. I did a video of this on Instagram the other day, Alan, where... I said, yeah, this is kind of funny and it's going to sound a little funny, but if you want to get ahead this summer, one thing you can do is just do a little bit less than you're doing right now with the understanding that you planned on doing a lot less than you're doing right now. Imagine if you plan on taking all the time off and you say, you know, what? I'm not even going to open my laptop. I'm not even going to open my phone. I'm not even going to post on social media. I'm not even going to whatever. And you just did 10% more of that you're going to be ahead. A lot of people right now are in celebration mode. And again, I have nothing against that. But if you're listening and you're a dream chaser, your dreams aren't getting closer if you're not chasing them. And I would hate for you to work really, really, really hard for the first half of the year 
And again, I understand not every place is in summer right now and some places feel like they're summer year round. So it's kind of seasonal, but I would hate for you to work really, really hard for half the year, get to the summer, then lose all your progress and then start up again. And effectively, you're not making any progress because you're working really hard and then not working at all. So you're working 100% and then zero, 100% and then zero, 100% and then zero. Eventually, you're going to end up back at where you started, unfortunately. One of the things that I wish more people taught us growing up was that I did the math out once with Emilia on the whiteboard because what I want our listeners to understand is that you could actually work half as hard year-round if you were just consistent. Mm. Like, if you're doing starts and stops, starts and stops, starts and stops in fitness, you could work literally half as hard and just be consistent and you'd end up with even better results. I wish that I could, and maybe one day I'll do something like this, I don't know, but if you had two people and they both want to be in shape for July 4th or July, summer, and you had one of them work really hard for a month and then take a month off, work really hard for a month and then take a month off, work really hard for a month and then take a month off for six months leading up to the summer. And then you did an experiment where you had someone else not even work hard, but just be consistent throughout that six months. There's no question, mathematically speaking, the person who didn't work that hard would be ahead of the person who did starts and stops, starts and stops. And there's nuances in between, but at the end of the day, my point, Kevin asked me, what's your purpose of this episode? My purpose is... You don't, when things get tough, a lot of people's natural inclination is to step off the gas. I talked to Emilia last night. I said, the treadmill's going too fast. I'm overwhelmed. There's too much responsibility. It's, it's, we, NLU has grown a lot. We've got a big team now and the treadmill is speeding up and she's about to leave uh, her full-time job and go all in on two businesses, the we and then Evolve Ventures. And she's super pumped because she's about to get a full-time workload back of time, 47 hours a week back. And because that's how much she was working. And I'm like, I just want to slow down the treadmill. And, And the phrasing that I used was slow down the treadmill. But what I mean by that is not speed it up. Let's just stop speeding it up. And so maybe slowing down the treadmill isn't the answer. Maybe just staying in neutral during the summer would be beneficial focusing on consistency rather than like sprints and rest sprints and rest sprints and rest i think there's value to hit training and and what i say hit training what i mean is high intensity interval training and and i'm using this as an analogy okay have you ever seen someone kev on the treadmill that's doing hit training where they'll like sprint mm-hmm. it's on like 10 and they'll sprint and then they'll stop and then just wait and then they'll sprint and they'll stop and wait yep. versus someone who's training for a marathon is just jogging consistently. I would love to see who gets farther. In terms of distance? You know, in terms of distance. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us go hard for a week and then we take three days where we're kind of like burnt out mm-hmm. and then we go hard for a week and I think it would be shocking if we understood the value of consistency i don't think i don't think we do and in the summer when a lot of people are on vacation mentally emotionally and spiritually and kev you mentioned that like it's summer year round some places weather wise yes but i do think there's like a energy yeah with human beings i mean think about 
all of the places, Kev, that do have like, you know, very cold winters, that's a hunger down time, not just for the people that have cold winters, but for the world, because that's the energy. That's what people, you know, are influenced by as other people. And when a lot, when half the population of the globe is hunkered down in the winter, obviously that's going to rub off on the whole world, you know? And so for our listeners specifically, maybe it's just stay in neutral and focus on consistency throughout the summer months while everyone else is stepping off the gas and you might be shocked at how much more you accomplish and you'll be glad. I mean, your future self will thank you. It, yeah. it, you know, you always have to choose either future self or present self and then find a way to integrate the two. But usually what's most enjoyable for the present self is usually not what's best for the future self. And it's not about, it's not about comparing to other people. It's about comparing to what could have been. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't want people to get to the end of the summer and then regret it. Have that Let moment. Let me ask you this. Why, just from a heart place, why you have no complaints whatsoever to like record. I mean, it's, it's July 3rd, mm. right? And we're going to be recording tomorrow as well. This isn't about us, but I want to use us as an example. We're going to achieve results in life that I think a lot of people would really enjoy, you know, and I think one of the reasons why is because we are willing to be consistent when most people wouldn't. And my question for you, Kev, as someone who really does enjoy all those other things, mm. why are you still willing to work on the 4th of July? Because I, I know it'll be worth it. That's pretty much the simplest thing. That And that's a very interesting perspective to have because of this. I told my client, I said, honestly, for you, you going across the world and spending time with your family is more important to you than recording. It would be too much. It wouldn't be worth it to you. If, it, if it's not worth it to you, you won't do it. When Tara and I go to Belgium, I'm bringing my stuff. Because I already asked. I said, hey, Monday, we're going to be there for a Monday. Is it cool with you? I don't remember what what I said. Her and I had a conversation. I said, will it be, is it cool if one of the days, which is going to end up being nights because they're six hours ahead, I record? And she's like, yeah. So I'm going to bring my equipment and I have a small mixer now and I'll bring my mic and everything. Like, that's awesome. But for me, it's worth it. It's worth the pain in the butt, maybe paying for another bag or whatever I have to do. That's what it Why really do you think is. it's worth it for you, but not other people? Because I want it more. I, I definitely want the podcast thing more than most. I mean, look at all the sacrifices we've made over the last six years. Mm -hmm. That, I'm not doing this for summer celebration, right? Like, that's not why I'm doing this. I think that's a, for me, winter doesn't bother me much. So like when the sun comes out and it's warm, it, it doesn't really affect my activities that much. I don't really Same. go outside often anyway. I'm kind of designed to work. Can you talk about, um, I, want, I really want this to help our listeners. Emilia and I talk about this all the time behind the scenes. And I, I don't know if I've ever articulated it well, but I can't even tell you how many times Emilia and I are like, working really hard or uh, I have a good one so Emilia went to spend time with her grandma Mimi showed it to Mimi and she was gone for half of Sunday and she was planning for that all week because there's not a ton of wiggle room in our schedules which is on purpose by design and 
she got home at like 4.30, which was a little later than she wanted. And I knew I was like just getting out of the shower, ready to get ready to record because we have another podcast called the Conscious Couples Podcast. And we usually have a rule, quote unquote, a house rule guideline. We don't like to do front facing on Sunday. So, you know, we both are, you know, constantly on camera and and on Sundays we just know like no front facing. It's just our day. And usually what we do is house projects and grocery shopping, set up the week for success. Also, Q2 just ended, so we're focused on doing a quarterly review and setting up Q3 for success in both our businesses, with our teams, all that stuff. And so anyways, it's 4.30. I get out of the shower and I'm getting ready to record. And I could tell. I was like, oh, because I saw her. She's She was in this cute little like comfy, comfies. She was in comfies and it was new. And I was like, hmm, I don't think she's, I don't think she's aware that we're recording today. I was like, sweetheart, you know, like we got to record. And she's like, no, 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 we don't have to record, do we? It's like, we got to record. I'm like, we're behind. And if we don't get this episode done, we're going to miss. We made a commitment to each other when we first started the Conscious Couples podcast that we're going to record an episode a week, every week, at least, at least. And it's been a very successful endeavor. We have clients all over the world. It's really, I mean, it's not like a top five show or anything, but it's, we've created a real business with a real community of people who want better relationships. It's, I mean, I get messages of like, you know, from people saying, oh my God, that episode was amazing. That only works because we don't miss. It's never going to work. People don't trust something that doesn't, they don't think is going to be around. This is all unconscious. People don't trust something that they don't think is going to be around in five years, right? There's an unconscious knowing, like Game of Thrones, for example. The reason why people fell so in love with that show is because they knew that it was going to keep going for many seasons. I have a show I like called The Power of the Rings. I'm not even sure they're going to continue it. So I'm kind of like, ah, I'm not really banking on it. I'm not waiting. I'm not looking it up like, oh, when's it coming out? It might not even come out. And I think that we want these goals. We want these dreams. And Emilia and I talked about this. It's like, sweetheart, this is what it takes. She's like, the last thing on earth I want her to do is record right now. I said, I know, sweetheart, but we got to show up for our listeners. We got to show up and serve our community. And we did. And we powered through it. And it was Sunday and we finished at 7 and I just think that to to ask you the question, that level of sacrifice, like that's a genuine sacrifice. I think that people want to believe that they're going to want to record or want to go to the gym or want to blah, blah, blah. And I think sometimes you do, right? Yeah. Sometimes I can't wait to record. But there are plenty of times when we really, really, really just don't want to do it. And the reason we do it, I think, is because the it's worth it. It's the pain of not recording is greater than the pain of doing it. And and we care more about adding value to the listeners than we do about our own comfort in the moment. And so my question for you is like, how do you explain the necessity of that sacrifice? I think it's a trade. It's, it's the, will the trade you're making be worth it? It really is that. It's almost like, would you trade you know, your wallet for my wallet. I don't know. Yeah, you're a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You know, <laughs> odds are you have you might have some cash in there. You know, it's that for for me. I think that's that's what my thought process is, and I think that's what a lot of other people's thought process is too. But they don't understand the trade goes both ways. 
So when you get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to the gym or whatever it is you do, if you're watching or listening, you're trading in extra sleep for whatever, fitness results, whatever it is, studying more, yoga, whatever. But so the other end of that happens too, where when you sleep in, you're trading more sleep for whatever, less productivity or not going to the gym that morning, whatever it may be. You have to make sure both ways is worth it. That. It's a trade. Everything is a trade, a trade-off. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to quantify. You don't want to define it as sacrifice. That's totally up to you. But it is a trade because you can only have one or the other in a given time. So group coaching was definitely an experience for me. Getting to know the people was was really really cool. Everybody's kind of moving towards the same goal. And I definitely started to see the value in what Kevin and Alan were presenting to us. PPT for me was something that was really huge. I was looking for a system to help me kind of keep track of of the things that I had to do every day to make sure that I was productive. I feel like I got so much value out of it and I am so grateful that I took the leap and I decided to join. Yeah, Kevin cannot be doing anything else right now while we're recording this. Right. So this is a, in my opinion, sacrifice trade-off Yeah. yeah. where you're trading your time and your effort right now to add value to the listeners in hopes that the fulfillment and the growth and the profitability, it will come back. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that they could, they want things. And, and again, I understand. It's almost like you want a better body, you want a better business, you want more financial freedom, you want a great relationship. Everyone does. I mean, seriously, I mean, I don't know a single person who doesn't want to feel good in their own skin on the beach. Everyone wants that. I And I've been on both ends of that, I'll tell you what. it There's nothing better than feeling good on the beach. It's the best thing ever. But you have to pay for that pretty much always. And the people who look great on the beach, Kev, they're paying for that year round mm-hmm. with with doing things that no one really wants to do. And I think that that's, we've said this before, but every success you see on the surface is built in private doing something that most people don't really enjoy. And I think that you can learn to enjoy it a little more. Like, you know, Kev, you enjoy working out, but not always. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something to be said for the summertime, most people are enjoying the fruits of their labors. Right. And I'm just saying, I don't want you two or three months down the road to be upset with the fruit that you're getting because of the seeds that you didn't plant or well, didn't water other, or didn't nurture. Yeah. Even in that analogy, that the interesting thing is a lot of a lot of planting and reaping what you sow is based on one season, but our lives aren't. It's not like everything... If, if I do not take however many days in the summer and have a bunch of fun, I don't have the opportunity to have more fun next year. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. If anything, if I... So think of it this way. If it was... And it's never this, but if it was 100% fun, 0% work. What if I did 80% fun, 20% work? Would that 80% of fun next year be even more fun? Because I'd have more opportunity? It's a great way to look at it. That's kind of how I think of it is... You know, eventually, am I going to spend more time 
in the summer? I don't know, probably. As I get older, when I'm in like my 40s and 50s, you're going to have kids, right? I don't know what that's going to look like. Sure, maybe I'll go out more. But what I do know is I'll have more opportunity. So maybe maybe Tanner and I only do a date day on Sunday the way we do it. It'll be different. It'll be a different date day because of all the trade I, trades I made before. The that's kind of how I think of it. Yeah, that's how yeah. I think of it. So the, the heart-driven thing is I just don't want you to think I've been working so hard I deserve to frolic or I deserve to be a little reckless. Maybe you do. I'm not arguing that. I just don't want it to be at the detriment of the rest of your life and next year and the year after that and the year after that. It's summer's a short term thing. Seasons are short term. Yeah, we pair them together and they become a year. But in the grand scheme of things, we we did that episode. I don't even remember what it was, but it's just like, yeah, it's measured as a year, but it's really not when you think of it. It's just, yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to think of it that way if you don't want to. Well, because it connects to the rest of your life. It, right. Yeah. And it, it's almost like a snowball. Like you're a snowball that you're rolling down a hill. In the summer, <laughs> what happens to snow in summer? <laughs> uh, it melts. That's actually an interesting analogy here. <laughs> you're If you're losing, imagine a snowball that's being rolled down a hill. You're making a snowman. And you just stop rolling it during the summer. It's just not going to be as big. You're not going to have as big of a snowman. And I don't want you next season to see someone else's snowman and right. go, ooh, damn, I wish my snowman was as big as yours. They were just working harder during the times when no one wanted to, most likely. I mean, of course, you can get lucky breaks or inherit or whatever, but a lot of results. One of the things I love most about fitness is that you kind of can't buy it. You know, you can definitely take cheat codes and there's steroids and all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, you still got to work out. Mm. It's a very fair, just thing. And obviously some of us have, you know, different body types and some of us are more genetically gifted. But at the end of the day, you build what you build. And it's, it's, I remember one time, I'll never forget this. My mentor, he said, I feel really good, Alan. It was actually summer at the time. I used to work out with him. And he said, Alan, I feel real good at the bank. He had just sold a, you know, a company uh, for millions of dollars. And he said, I feel real good at the bank and you feel real good at the beach. He said, let's switch. And I was like, definitely. <laughs> that was back in my dear energy days uh, where I was in great shape and broke as it gets. Broke as a joke, as they say. But I think that at the end of the day, it is a trade-off. I, I would hate for people to just not know what you're losing. It, if I wish I could show you your future if you just stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Some of the podcasters that we coach and it's like if I could just show you what that decision did in 5, 10, 15 years. I, I wish I could do that. I And I can do a better job articulating it. I can. I, I remember I had a client once and I said, this, this decision you're about to make, I do want to share with you vulnerably here like how much is going to be different. There's a lot that's going to be different. And I, better or worse, that's up to you. But your future just took a big hit. And that is the truth. And I, everyone can, here's my proof. Everyone think back to a decision you made that changed your whole life for the, for the better. Okay? For me, going to WPI, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life. Okay? Same, think same of your for, own. Same okay. for me. Same, same for WPI. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, perfect. <laughs> so now think of one that was the opposite. Hmm. Right? So for me, it had to do with drugs or alcohol. And it was like, oh no, I didn't realize how much that, that was such a negative choice. If I had known what I would have to pay in time and effort and relationships and blah, 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 I would never have made that choice. So I was just ignorant. And all we're saying on this episode is try not to be ignorant to the long-term consequences of your short-term choices. And that sounds really heavy, but at the end of the day, enjoy summer, but don't forget about your future self sitting there tapping you on the shoulder saying, hey, I'm still here. You said all's we're saying. All's we're saying. Bretta. It's re Bretta. It's really, I think the thing is, just try to close the opportunity for regret either way. So some people, there are some people out there that will regret working too much this summer. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. There are other people who will regret not working enough come fall. I'm not really good with the season, so whatever comes after summer, fall. <laughs> how do you how do you close the gap on whatever end you're naturally toward anyway? That's really all it is. Just And here's the thing. When I say close the gap, instead of regretting at a level 10, maybe you, re- you regret at a level 8. That... That's all I can really ask. And that's all I can really add value to because I've we've had those discussions before where it's like, dude, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm working way too much mm-hmm. and I'm missing on all these other things. Like I, I think I would regret this if I just did this forever. Mm-hmm. And there's also other times where I'm playing Call of Duty at 11 o'clock <laughs> on a Tuesday and I would regret doing that because I'm not going to be very successful at business. <laughs> Two months from now, then we have a, uh, we look at our monthly revenue and we go, hmm. <laughs> You know, I, there seems to be a correlation between revenue yeah. and Call of Duty. Yeah, it's uh, fair. Yeah, the, I, fair. I tell the joke about watching my favorite show at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday after Kevin and I had a big month. And it's true. And then the, the months after that were not so big. They were not. <laughs> you know? They were not. So it's, it is, despite what we would wish is true, you know, it, it's work hard, work smart, be effective, add value you know, you're going to get results. But if you don't, you know, you can't really be upset when it's like, we know, we kind of know. I mean, you and I have really fallen in fitness in many regards compared Mm -hmm. to our old bodybuilder selves and we're coming back, but we know, Mm -hmm. you know, you have took three months off during COVID of the gym. It's like, dude, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you got to expect some, some slide in, in the standards there. So, but and here's the, here's the thing. I don't, if I could go back and do it, would I do something differently? Probably. Do I regret it? Not really. I mean, I don't lose sleep over it. I, I remember saying that. Yeah. No, I know you do. I remember saying that. I remember saying, yeah, Yeah. no, I could go like run or I could go lift stuff in the woods. Like, I'm not going to do it. I remember saying that. <laughs> you lift rocks? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I don't yeah. want to do it. I will go back to the gym when the gyms are back. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of just kept eating like I was eating. So obviously that didn't work the way I had planned, but what's your next level nugget? My next level nugget. Have that conversation with yourself. What are number one, figure out what are you more likely to regret? Not, are you, are you more likely to regret living too short term or living very long term? And most people tend to live short term. And then what's one thing you can do to lean into that uncomfortableness a little bit, that discomfort is what I would say. Because 
If you're going to regret something, I'd rather you regret it less because you were focused on it than more because you just didn't pay any attention to it. What's yours, son? Hmm. There was a time in my life where I was very short-term focused. I was partying a lot. I it was at every party. I was partying in Boston. I was partying at different colleges. I was doing barbecues, and it was summer fun in the sun. And it was it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. But I was always really upset with my fitness and my physique, and I paid for that. And I remember sharing the story recently about crying in the bathroom during the Superman movie because I just felt so bad about myself. And yeah, it might have been fun, but I would rather... And, and then fast forward, I turned that around. Fortunately, I quit drinking. I started going to the gym regularly. And then I remember for years, I was in the gym late at night on Saturday nights, Friday nights. And during the summer months when everyone was out at the barbecues that I used to attend, I was in the gym working hard. And, and I remember being really proud of that. And when I did step on stage and eventually win a bodybuilding show and I had my dream physique and I was a fitness model and fitness coach and all this stuff, I remember feeling like, okay, this was really hard, but I'm proud of this. And yeah, I missed out on a lot of summer fun, but I, I got something more meaningful in, for me. And so for, for you out there listening, my next level nugget is do what is going to be the most meaningful. Maybe having fun with your friends is the most meaningful. Do it. But if, if what's most meaningful to you is sacrificing and being in the gym and working hard on yourself or whatever, I do believe your future self will thank you, but only you can know that for you. Very well said. Very well said. Thank you, brother. You're very welcome. Next Level Nation, as you have heard us mention July 6th, so tomorrow. If you're listening to this, you're listening on, or if you're listening on the day it launched it is Wednesday, tomorrow, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are having our monthly meetup. This one is three things everyone should know about their intimate partner. So at the end of the day, many people don't succeed in their relationships because they don't understand their partner and their partner doesn't understand them. And it's very, very hard to have a successful anything if you're speaking separate languages and whatever that means, right? You just don't understand what the person values or what they need. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is completely behind the scenes. It is totally private. You can come in and ask questions and be on camera, or you can hang out behind the scenes, have your camera off, and just be a fly on the wall. Either way, you are welcome. We would love to have you, and we will see you there tomorrow. This episode pulled a heartstring right there at the end, and I remember those days when I felt so lonely, and I felt like... I was the only one, you know, who was so focused on growth and learning and personal development and fitness. Obviously, I wasn't the only one, but it, it felt very lonely. And that's why we created group coaching, because those of you out there that want to focus more on growth than you do growth and goals more than you want to frolic. And I'm not saying frolicking as a negative thing, but if you really want to focus on your goals and your growth and you're sick and tired of not being proud of yourself. If you're sick and tired of not being proud of yourself like I was, group coaching is designed for lonely land, what we refer to as lonely land. And you're going to be around other people who focus on goals and growth more 
and you don't have to do it so lonely. Kevin and I at the beginning of this journey really just had each other. You know, we had a couple other people with us too. Matt, I had a fitness coach, Nate. But for the most part, it was pretty, pretty lonely. And so group coaching was designed to make lonely land less lonely. If you feel like you're in lonely land, sign up. It's only $96 a month with the promo code. Email us, say, hey, I want the promo code. And then go to the landing page, the landing page, <laughs> go to the landing page um, and make lonely land less lonely. That's what it will do. It's completely revamped too. We've mm-hmm. done 10, this is the 11th group. We've been changing it every way or every time in a new way. Just want to make it better. <laughs> Transforming it. Strong, strong, uh, strong plugs this week from <laughs> you and I. Won't we win? Won't we win? Tomorrow for episode number 1,389, Can You Be Too Positive? I'm actually very excited to do this episode because Tara and I are watching Alone. We've talked about Alone many times, many plugs for Alone. And in the beginning, they always interview people. And some people are super positive. Other people are like very negative. I'm interested to do an episode on why that matters and can you be too positive. So we'll do that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Stay consistent. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.